I'm often reminded in the hecticness that these are the best days of our lives. Yes. And I tell my husband that when things yep. are crazy and I'm trying to get three kids, you know, to different places and trying to cook up dinner before yep. we run out the door. Vanilla chai. <laughs> yeah. I know my friend's order. That's right. <laughs> Well, hey, welcome for another episode. This is episode 36. What? Yeah, 36. <laughs> and today we're discussing being a busy sports mom. And because I have such, you know, deep expertise on being a mother, I yeah. thought that I would lead this podcast. Madre. Does that sound good? If I, then you can play the role. You know, of- I feel like we should have some special guests for this. Who would you even think to invite? If I could just... Oh gosh, is it I Dream of Genie? If I could just tinker, tinker, <laughs> right. and, yeah. and and invite people, dinker, is that dinker. the right show? I guess. Is that right. your magic sound? Yep. Okay. E- 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 Go with it. <laughs> oh, hi Kim. Hi, how are you? <laughs> See, wow. I did it. I'm I magic. Just here. <laughs> e- 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 hey, Kristen. Oh, hey, soccer mom here. <laughs> We've got Kim Willie, director of business development, here with us, and Kristen Boyce, director of donor development. It's so good to have you both back again for Thank another you great for episode. Yes. Yeah, so um, we did want to have some expert moms on with active sports kids because from what I'm learning in this, like we're just venturing into this sports world with mm-hmm. our kids. It's it, Wow. It's a lot. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. It is. Yeah. So, but before we get into that, uh, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant are the podcast sponsors, Love which them. is such an honor to have someone who believes in what we're doing enough to back it up and sponsor yep. it. And um, you know, I just learned something really cool about Boardwalk Plaza Hotel. They are a Victorian yes. themed, you know, restaurant. Yes. All the ambiance is Victorian. They offer afternoon tea. Yes. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Afternoon tea from 3 to 5 p.m., reservations only. Yes. But this is the thing to do because they have a variety of fine teas. They sit around, they nibble sweets and uh, tea sandwiches. They do it all. I mean, this is like <laughs> They do it real. right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm thinking about setting up a reservation. You go. Take yeah. your girl on that. Afternoon tea. Love that. Yes. Oh, daddy daughter date. There oh, you go. Brownie idea. points. Yep. <laughs> yep. So Victoria's Restaurant, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel, uh, boardwalkplaza.com. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. Now, when I was a kid, I wasn't into a lot of sports. I, When I was really little, I played soccer. That was a lot of fun. But I was just, you know, dragged to the games, dragged to the practice, <laughs> and got a bunch of free oranges. I loved it. <laughs> Other than that, you know, I, that was it for me. In fact, I have a really funny sports story. Should I throw myself under? Maybe not. Do we know each other well enough? Yes. So Go when for I was it. really yeah. little, I got onto Little League, Little Baseball, mm-hmm. right? This was not T-ball. This was the real thing. Mm. And it was our first game. And I... I get up to bat, right? We had practiced, so I knew how to swing, and I knew how to catch, and I knew how to throw. But we get out there, got my helmet on, and I'm up to bat, and the ball comes in, swing, and I missed. Swing, and I missed. I'm like, oh, man, I'm just going to be like, first game, I'm going to be back on the bench for the rest of this game. It's going to stink. <laughs> but I swung, and I heard the bat crack against the ball, and I took off running. I dropped that bat, and I was flying, <laughs> and everybody was screaming, it was so exciting. I was on top of the world. I got all the way to first base. I'm like, yes. And I turn around and look, and everybody's still yelling, go back, go back, go back. I had like just barely tapped the ball like that. Foul ball? Fouled out. Oh, okay. I had no idea. So anyway, and then, oh, then I got out naturally, and I get back to the bench, though. <laughs> I know, this is typical Andrew. Aww. And I get back to the bench, and the, and the coach, he lit into me. 
Really? Yeah, it was a bad experience. Oh, and he really, yep. And I said, I'm out. I'm gone. Wow, that's a shame. I quit baseball that day, and I never went back and played again. But you excelled in so many other areas. Other areas. See, yeah. So sports is not for everybody. No, you can't force the kid to do it. Indoors, not their thing. I know. My wife keeps trying to get me out in the sunshine, and I'm like, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, it was a bad experience for me as a little kid. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't want my kids to have that experience, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and um, yeah. and I want my kids to have a, a full, if that's what they want to pursue, I mm-hmm. want them to experience it and do yeah. it well. Yes. So I would like some tips from mm-hmm. you on how to make sure we can like balance a bunch mm-hmm. of sports schedules mm-hmm. that we can find good teams to be a part of. Mm-hmm. We can interact with other kids and other parents. I mean, where where do you even start with your kids pursuit of sports? Well, for us, we have three daughters, and my husband was an athlete in um, high school and college, and he, of course, wanted to help build our girls up in that area. I was not the athlete. I was a cheerleader, so yeah. still am a cheermon. That is an athlete. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, so when our first daughter um, was about eight, she took a liking to soccer, mm-hmm. and we just you know, took her out and let her try it, and she absolutely loved it which took us from the local rec league into travel yeah. soccer. And at that point we were new soccer parents. We had no idea that soccer games were on Sundays. Oh yeah. And so oh, we quickly we learned that mm. we were, you know, going to be missing church. And so that was a juggle mm-hmm. trying to, yeah. you know, make sure we were balancing our, um, just our walk with the Lord and honoring him and making sure we're a part of our church um, family still. Yeah. And then came all, our other two daughters came along. And they quickly were on the sidelines all the time watching their big sister. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, grew a liking to it. Mm-hmm. So it almost just evolved that all three of our girls became soccer players. And they cool. love it. I would never want to force um, our kids to do something mm-hmm. or participate in something that they just don't have a passion for. Um, I do know friends who they've had their kids try sports and it just wasn't their thing. Um, and that's fine. But our girls definitely took a liking to it and love it. And so for the last... Gosh, our daughter is going to be a senior next year since she's eight. We've wow. been doing the travel she's soccer things. Yep. And now for all three of them. So it's a juggle. I mean, it's definitely a balance. Um, I can say carpools rock, mm-hmm. making friends with the other <laughs> parents when yes. you're trying to be, you know, the same same night and you have three different locations to be at. It can be a juggle. Mm-hmm. Um, crock pots are amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, are, so are instant pots these days. Um, right. Just making sure that you're trying to put a plan in place to mm-hmm. feed your family and not eat fast food yeah, on the go all the time. That's yeah. been the thing for us the last two weeks. Yeah. Every night has been a, uh, yeah. a fast food night. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Blankets in your back of your car are amazing. Bag <laughs> chairs and blankets are your friends. <laughs> yes, because you will be cold out there. And the things that we do for our kids, yeah. mm. we've sat through snow, yep. um, rain, you know, you name yeah. it. High and winds. High winds, <laughs> yes. But for the love mm. of our kids. Yes, but That's cool. I don't know, Kim. You probably have some pointers too. Yeah, um, both my kids started sports young. My husband and I were both athletes in school, so we we thought, well, let's see what they want to do. And soccer was our first experience with our oldest son. We we were at a local rec league, and he really picked it up quickly. And so did our youngest son. And then when they were old enough for school sports, they played like two and three sports. Uh, my boys have both done soccer and basketball and um, track. Um, specifically high jump and running events and running long jump events. So just had very athletic children. So it kind of makes it easy to go into that realm. Right. Um, But they also found the love for soccer and they ended up wanting to pursue travel. And that was a whole different world. Mm -hmm. 
to do. Uh, it's expensive. So explain um, this time ex- travel because yeah. I've heard of travel ball and mm-hmm. travel soccer, mm-hmm. but what yeah. exactly is that? I for me that was that's foreign. I ha- I don't remember that when I was a kid. Yeah. It's another level. It's okay. basically like it's above rec. So if your kid is really strongly wanting to pursue something, or maybe even wants to possibly do it in college, okay, um, you you can go to. Um, paid teams basically okay. and they do travel around the area um some mm-hmm. many of them go out of state to oh, play cool. against other teams yeah so a lot of times there's weekends in hotels and things like that and that's another mm-hmm. way you have to prepare you have to pack coolers and things like that to try to save money to mm-hmm. to do this but to watch your kids do something they love is great but yeah. like Kristen said you never want to force them if it's not something that they're passionate about hmm. um, you know my kids did travel soccer for like three years and they loved it but then their schedules just changed and they were like, you know what? We do love it, but we're going to step away because we need more balance in the other areas that we're doing things. So we right. just followed their lead on that um, and let them decide without overwhelming them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We've met some wonderful families. We we're still friends with a lot of the families that our daughter was on the team with when she was eight. And a lot oh, wow. of the kids stayed together like through mm-hmm. the years. No kidding. And so that was really neat. And then as they've all grown up, um, they've, you know, all gone to different high schools. They come back and now their high school years, they're playing each other. So yes. it's like a little That's reunion yeah. where you're like, oh, hey, you know, good to see you. And then when we did the travel weekends, all the parents would get together and um, Mm. And that was nice because you have the team camaraderie just with the families right. and, you know, you're, you're bonding with them. Uh, Kristen, you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago uh, that you kind of had to make adjustments to fit church mm-hmm. back into, into that schedule. What, did you ever en- end up finding something that worked for that? To be honest, uh, our church was on Sunday and that's just when it was. And the games were on Sundays. So there were a lot of Sundays that we were missing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when we would come back, you know, we'd hear all kinds of jokes like, oh, backsliders, hey, you want to park right. in VIP? You know, like, you want a welcome packet? You know, just joking with us. Yeah. Your church we, was joking yeah, with yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that's just what how it was. I mean, we adjusted mm-hmm. to that. We would build our kids up knowing the word um, and worshiping. Right. It's mm-hmm. not just on Sunday. That's mm-hmm. right. So we would just continue to influence them every day. But we did miss our church family, but it was just an adjustment we had to make. It was, yes, yeah, you know, now there's, you can watch, you know, church sermons on online and some of them have Saturday evenings. So were there ever times that you had to say to your kids, like, no, we're going to go to church this week instead of going to that game? No, because when you make a commitment and you're paying to to be a part of the team, Mm -hmm. you don't want to let your team down either. You know, they've been given a special spot on the roster. So you, once you're committed, mm-hmm. right, you really right. need to be fully committed. That's, so, yeah. but you can plug them into other things. Like I know your kids yeah. have been involved in FCA yes, and different things. So absolutely. you have to make sure there's a balance F- in other places. FCA. Yes. Remember, I yes. am the, the little boy yes. who struck out. So FCA is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, okay. and it's in so many areas. So you can find ways to plug your kids into things. Okay. Um, but I is did, that just uh, in our area, or is that something? It's, is it it's national. It's national. national. Fellowship of Christian national. Athletes. Okay. Yep. Yes. It's a wonderful ministry. My girls have been a part of that um, for years. Mm-hmm. And they have huddles at schools okay. across the country. So it's really neat that it's a student-led ministry in the okay. schools, even in public schools. Mm-hmm. They can come together and pray together. They also encourage if your child's a part of a team that they would initiate a prayer 
with with the teams Neat. before. Yeah. They also cool. have awesome programs and camps and, and things like that. So oh, it's a cool. great ministry. You never know who you can influence. And I, I just wanted to piggyback off what Kristen said because mm-hmm. we had to make that choice too when, when we got into the whole travel soccer thing. Oh, no. Like, what do we do? We don't want to teach the kids that it's okay to skip church. And I will say I was one of those judgmental people at first when I used to see people do travel sports. I thought they were crazy. They're spending this money. They're missing church. I had I had a judgment against them. And then when my kids had a passion for this and they started wanting to do it, I had to change my attitude Mm -hmm. completely. And I also had to realize that a lot of these kids that we were playing with on the team, they were not believers. Mm -hmm. And we had an open mission field. And I changed. I I did a 180 during that season of our lives when my kids did travel. I really looked at it as my kids are out here on this field and the other kids are watching how they don't lose their temper. Mm -hmm. They don't use bad language. They keep they keep their cool and they have Christ like attitudes. We were making an impression on the people we were around, so I really changed my attitude when it came to that. I'm not saying travel sports are for everybody. It right, may not be right. for for you and your family, but for us, it was a season that taught me a spiritual lesson that mm-hmm. I had to get outside of my church walls and do something different. And I sat on the sidelines like Kristen did, mm-hmm. and I was with all the parents that were nothing like me at right. all. Mm-hmm. Got me out of my. Uh, Christian bubble of my Christian job. My kids are in Christian school. Mm-hmm. You know, er, I go to Christian church. Of course, everything was my bubble, and I was so comfortable in that bubble, and I like that bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I got outside of that, I was like, you know what, Kim, this is good. You need to do this. Yeah. And I made some good friends with those parents, and I think I made an impression on them. And happened to mention everybody always wants, says, says, "Where do you work? What do you do?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, <laughs> I get to say I work for a Christian radio station. Well, then that intrigues people. Yeah, well, sure. What is, and I don't know how many people I shared that with. Who knows who ended up listening? Right. Who knows what kids on the team were in, you know, influenced by my children? And I don't know. I, I just That's really I mean. changed my thinking and my mindset, and I stopped judging people in that area. And I thought, what can I do in the season that I'm in in my life? How can I turn that into evangelism? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, rather than going, oh, we're just missing church. Yep. Let's do something about it. Well, that's yep. like, like you never know. People always use the phrase like seed seed planted yes like even though you may have never invited them to church you might have been the first christian that mm-hmm. would stay on the sidelines with yes them and invite yeah. them to uh get hamburgers afterwards yeah. or oh you didn't have time to make orange slices last night yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'd happily yeah. slice those up uh, and and you know yeah we get to be hands and feet that's of right. Jesus yep. wherever Even on the sideline of the soccer right. field. That's right. Yeah, that's and I'm, cool. I'm also often reminded that these years for our kids go by so fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they fly by us before, right before our eyes. And so I'm often reminded in the hecticness that these are the best days of our lives. Yes. And I tell my husband that when things yep. are crazy and I'm trying to get three kids, you know, to different places and dinners, you know, mm-hmm. trying to cook up dinner before yep. we run out the door and, oh my gosh, where's my uniform? You know, all these different things. And I look, I'm like, these are the best days of our lives, right, hon? And so (laughs) one day I won't have anyone to drive to soccer. That's right. You know, carpools to figure out or... It's tough to, to remember wash. in the moment, yes. you know, when you're like, yes. just get your uniform. Yep. But <laughs> yep. Here, and pick the yelling. dirty yeah. socks up off right. the floor and just wear them again. Yep. And these, the are the, these are the lucky ones. So, <laughs> yeah. And I'm eating my dinner on so the then, road. <laughs> so then what, what do you but. do when you're under that, um, that stress of keeping that busy schedule? You know, we all have typically work 
that we have to honor yeah. during the day. And then we go home at night and we have to run around and get our kids to either practice or a competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe the weekends are, you know, filled up with yep. competitions or meets or whatever. Yeah. Um, what are some some really winning strategies for busy schedules? Uh, because there have been times where, um, and we're just, again, new at this with our parents mm-hmm. or with our kids, mm-hmm. that we, 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 we don't miss their things, but boy, it gets down to the wire where it's yeah, like, yeah. well, who's taking them tonight? Yep, yep. I didn't know there was a meet tonight. Yeah. You know, so. Planning. <laughs> but, yeah, right. pr- planning, communication, communication, mm-hmm. communication, and prayer. Hello, mm-hmm. lest we forget prayer. You, you pray and you, you, you talk to your spouse. Or maybe you're a single parent. You know, you, you have other tribe people that come mm-hmm. along with you and other parents, like Kristen said, carpool. Mm-hmm. You work it out. You look at the schedule ahead of time. I'm, I'm a planner. So for me, it's like everything's on a calendar on my phone. Everybody's mm-hmm. color coordinated in my house. So we know that this, ye- this yellow dot means one person, red dot. I, that's just how I am. Planning helps in these situations, but communicating. And then like Kristen said, you're, you're together as a family as you're doing all this. So it's like a cool time. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the fun years of your lives. So just say, hey, cool, cool guys. Like we're in the car together. We're mm-hmm. driving to this tournament or whatever. Take the time, laugh, pray, enjoy each other's company and mm-hmm. just, you know, yep. try to make it work. And mm-hmm. the other thing I can add is um, in the midst of all of that, try and make some time for you. So yes. on the sidelines uh, or at practice. So I'm usually at the turf here a couple of nights a yes. week. There's been times where I've needed to get work done and mm-hmm. I just stay in my car and use my hotspot and get on my laptop right, and I get right. stuff done. Or um, there's an opportunity to walk and talk Exercise. with the other moms. Yeah. Right. And then you get out and you get to meet and be a part yes. of you know a community mm-hmm. to get to know them. Um, or you might need to go get some groceries really quick. Mm-hmm. I've done that or many times during soccer practice. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, just try to also take some time to to make it work for you with getting the things done that you need to get done in the time that you have. So the thing that I'm facing right now with my two kids is that um, they, they really like what they're doing and we seem to be adding to our plate, mm-hmm. right? And uh, my daughter rides horses. She's learning to ride horses and competing in that. She's learning to swim and competing in that. Mm-hmm. And I know that those are both fair weather kind of sports, but in the winter, she's looking at volleyball and basketball. She just is intrigued by them and wants to try them. Yeah. Um, my son is following in her footsteps, looking at you know baseball, t-ball, and swimming and stuff like that. I'm starting to think that we're going to have way too many sports to attend on a given weekend. We're going to have overlapping schedules, and we're not going to be able to do it all. When is a good time, or is it is it appropriate to say no to sports? I think it's I think it's a call for you and your family. What works for your child, what works for your family. And I have seen I have seen kids that are playing two, three sports at one time and it's not just a crazy schedule for them or their parents, but their bodies physically mm-hmm. they're getting injuries from one sport, then they're missing the next sport, they're having, you know, rehab or whatever on their knee or what sometimes right. sometimes you just need to pull back. And, and and I think every family has to pray and determine what is best for them and their kids. Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I definitely do. I would say you have to prioritize what's most important to your family. Mm-hmm. How does it work with your both of your work schedules and everything else that you have going on, school activities, whether you have church activities in the evenings, because mm-hmm. there's always the practice and then there's the game. So there's, you know, commitments all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then there's different seasons. So like our girls all play soccer and it's the same season. Mm-hmm. But sure. then you add in the school component and there's volleyball, there's yeah. basketball in the winter, there's field hockey. So there's right. things that could overlap. And I think it's more than just sports too. It's all of the extracurricular activities. Yes. Right. There's a there's lot piano, of things for kids guitar, to learn. There's piano, there's guitar, there's singing, there's dance. I mean, there's so many things. And I mm-hmm. think 
we are we live in a society that wants to just go 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 and add so many things to mm-hmm. the calendar for our kids and i think we have said no i mean we've said no to we had to stop um voice lessons mm-hmm. um piano lessons guitar lessons because it just overlapped mm-hmm. with what we were already committed to so and of course there's the funds too mm-hmm. that you need to do all of that so yeah absolutely and yeah. the girls decided that they enjoyed soccer more than some right. of those other things right. and, and they wanted to pursue those instead and just right mm-hmm. we we're not gonna like i said earlier we're not gonna force you to do something that you don't, don't have an interest in mm-hmm. but we do have one daughter um I won't say her name. She's my middle daughter. <laughs> my husband you know says who you are. she is like exactly like me. She just wants to try everything yes. and sure. always be on the go and not say no to little anything. Miss social. Right. Not say no to anything. Yes. So I'm trying to teach her how to pick and choose yeah. and rein it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. Well, sports are a great thing for our kids to yes. get involved in. I mean, everything from uh, better health, building confidence, learning discipline. Um, community and team building, obviously. Yes. And and then getting out of their comfort zone. I will say too, a lot of times, especially for older kids, sports keeps them out of trouble. Mm, if you true. have your kids involved in something, they're not sitting around after school looking for something to get into. Because sometimes that can, idle time, <laughs> yeah. the devil's playground, right. as people say. So, yeah. I mean, there are times where I feel like my kids have been, they're too focused on that and our family activities and church to get in any trouble. And I'm not saying my kids are perfect. They're absolutely not. But those things have kept them structured and more organized. And also it assimilates them with other kids that that are not like them or, or whatever. And it teaches them how to be a friend, how to be mm-hmm. a teammate, how to work well with others. Sports has so many good aspects to it that I think spiritually and physically and emotionally are good are good for kids. You just have right. to find the balance. What's the right sport for your child and you know, what fits best for your family. But I think there's so many good benefits to that. Well, we've definitely learned a few tricks and tips and and really good advice for how to balance um, sports involvement and family time. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think if you come out on, on the winning end of that, then uh, everybody in the family is going to be better for it. Yes. So, um, listen, be sure to download the Bridge Mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. You can also get them online uh, if you visit 887thebridge.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, especially if it's one of those sideline friends that, uh, you know, might not know the Lord yet. This would be a great introduction for them. Provide feedback, suggest show topics when you email podcast at 887thebridge.com and get complete show notes to this episode at 887thebridge.com.